0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Gobbledygook Hello. podcast. Hi. Today, um, it's gonna be a bit more somber because while well, the event was taking place in America, George Floyd, ahmed Arbrey, Beyoncé Taylor, um, And many, many, many Yeah, more. and many, many people that weren't recorded <laughs> on camera. So, first of all, guys, how do we feel?
1: Um, Speechless, first of all Very, very overwhelmed um, Actually not so much now But the past two weeks have been quite overwhelming mm. And uh, I don't know I think for me it's been like a mixture of go Or going in between over Being overwhelmed and being numb To everything that's going on mm. Because I, I feel like although social media Has, has been amazing at like Mobilising people into action There is a point where constantly seeing it on different social platforms gets super overwhelming.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say similar to that of Elizabeth. Um, when I first saw the video, I was really disgusted, I think, more than anything, mm-hmm. and angry. The racial aspect didn't play out for me straight away. It was just the fact that a man was murdered first. And then afterwards, it was the, the picture, the very picture of a white man stepping on a black man's neck. It became representative of of white supremacy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and its prevailing nature in the police force. Mm -hmm. And so that irritated me. And then I was just angry. I wasn't upset yet. And it's mm-hmm. only during the day, over the weeks, when I've been looking at more cases mm-hmm. and mostly seen the reaction of some people of, mm-hmm. like, complete indifference mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or justifying his murder by um, criminalising him, um, even if he did have some criminal history, which is so insignificant in the case. Yeah. And the almost cult-like religious patriotism, patriotism... And worship of the police. And worship of police yep. force. That's found in America. Uh, that, uh, that sickened me mm. in the days. But I think what's amplified all of these emotions is super, social, super media. social media and the barrage of just different ideas and yes. opinions. Mm, yeah, it's a lot. And nothing's really nuanced. It's just you chuck out an opinion and mm-hmm. it's for the masses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And no one can really be challenged and it's annoying, especially when you get people who have tons of followers and they're just spouting absolute nonsense and no one can hold them to account because Twitter is a medium for opinions mm-hmm. so i think this week has gone from anger annoyance to sad to just feeling kind of like i can't do anything Deflated. about it and yeah yeah so basically similar to that i it's been a build-up and i think it's every time a video was posted about something to do with some type of aggression towards black people there was a build-up of anger so i remember it wasn't just the george that was the crescendo the george mm, floyd mm-hmm. case mm. but initially it was the ahmed arbery and then it was the karen, the karen central park. in central park and then it, i can't remember whatever video what other video i saw but it, i felt like there was like two other cases that happened and then also george floyd case and i was like well you've been inundated yeah, because they with, happened back to back because they happened back it to was back, just it was a lot to take it in. was a lot to take in and you're trying to wrap around which why a culture is okay with hiding these type of people or protecting these type because of people because that's what the system is built on or just it just really confused me Or more than confused it shocked me and then it didn't shock me and then I was angry and then I was just kind of over it. and then I was sad and then I was just a range of emotions and then on top of that social media which I think is amazing that people are bringing awareness to what's happening around the world but at the same time it was just it was intense it was so much information being put out so much anger and of course acceptable amount of anger because everyone's ang- justified in in their anger in the anger but it was a lot to take in it was too much for me it was just too much yeah. I, I didn't i needed to tap out after a while mm. but now i'm i'm more contemplative thinking of what can be done next because even though these protests are going on i'm thinking of the aftermath mm. when everything's settled when the dust is all settled how are we going to move forward that's it and really. i think what you said there is you said to move forward. And I don't know if that's the best actual option when I think about it because so often we keep on seeing these cases and we're like, we need to move forward and we move forward and we leave this issues, we leave the issues behind. Mm. Actually, no, we don't leave the issues behind. They continue with they, us. We carry it with us. We carry on like forward with us. Mm. And I think it's not moving forward, it's almost being existential now. We stay in this moment and mm. we fix it yeah. so that we can go on.
1: Mm. But that's the issue it's yes this George Floyd case has brought about a lot of change but for a lot of people that it doesn't affect for them it's just a hashtag on Instagram mm. and then when everyone has like when the post die down on Instagram and Twitter then those people back to the yeah exactly and that it happens time and time again so there has to be some there has to be systemic change that's literally that the only way that anything's going to change it has to come from the system because the system is literally built to oppress us
0: are oh, we talking about in britain or in in- britain or in us both okay it's a conundrum really when you compare the u.s to the uk because i think it's always funny that although the showing of racism in the u.s is a lot more explicit and open, you see a lot more successful black people mm. in the US than in the UK. Yeah. So although the racism there, there's a lot more black establishments over there. So it's you can still find over there black-run schools, black-run universities, um, law firms. Over here, it's very hard to find. And yet... The racism over here is a lot more underhand Mm. and actually doesn't seem as aggressive in nature as it does in America.
1: I partially think that is to do with the way the black community supports each other over there versus here. I think that definitely plays a major part in that.
0: I would say yeah that is part of it but I also think because the nature of racism over here is a lot more insidious and you can't really detect it it's, it's more harder more to serious deal serious. with yeah, yeah. you can't like call out yeah. um and I think and I keep on saying this I think I've repeated it so many times I feel like black brits particularly black caribbean brits have been lulled into a false sense of security because it's not outwardly shown mm. we don't think it actually affects us
1: I don't think it I don't well, think talk- it's a matter of n- it not being outwardly shown. I just think because we've gotten so used to microaggressions and people doing things underhandedly that that's what we think, like we think it's not really been shown, but in actual fact it is. Okay. When I talk about mm-hmm. systemic racism, I'm talking about our education system, mm-hmm. our police system, mm-hmm. our jail, like our prison system, mm-hmm. all of that. Those are what is built to keep us down.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not built to keep us down. I think they, they are racist within those systems and they do keep us down. Because the police system in the UK wasn't built to like oppress black time, people. Does that me. make sense? Yeah. There are the, the institution... Is race like can be racist or people within the institution can be racist? They will they will work against you. The racism in America ha- is its home is the UK. Mm. Its home is Europe. Mm. Its office is Europe. Yeah, its yeah. His head office is yeah. Europe. Yeah. but the only difference is with the UK. Why was a bit more sophisticated? But in that as well, we never had. I mean so we had in Liverpool and places like that like slave ports mm-hmm. but we never really had slavery on the land mm-hmm. so I feel like it's easier to disassociate with it mm-hmm. so we so we're not used to seeing black yeah. people mm-hmm. Being killed in Britain, so, and there's an and a, there's an aversion to it. But in America, America. they have a history of yeah. seeing black people killed, saying. so it doesn't even really affect you. It's another black person killed. Yeah, I was saying they that should listen to the police. Yeah, and because it's so ingrained in their culture of um, law enforcement mm-hmm. and black people being killed. Inf- infant- What's it called when you infantilize them? Yeah, they're constantly in like a childlike state. Yeah, and then there's a police of a paternalistic figure, Mm. and you should listen. And if you don't listen, you're not going to get slapped, you're going to get get shot. shot. Like they're very, very much used to But if to that. you look at the history of the police force in America, mm. it's very how much has ties with racist In some states it literally mm. evolved from slave patrol. Yeah. And then Do you want to explain what
1: self- slave patrols were? So it was right. a group of people who basically went around mm. looking for slaves who had escaped mm. to bring them back to their slave owners or kill them. Mm. And then from there, it evolved into the police. And not only that, a lot of the police have ties with the KKK.
0: Apparently they dissolved into KKK. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Are we are we all sure about this? Yeah, no, no. They Apparently a lot of them okay. dissolved into KKK. Right. Um, so, it's, I, so I think it's very easy for the Brits to say, well, we, we're not that type of racist. No, you're not. Inland, mm, you're not racist. You but offland, yeah. you were. Mm.
1: Funnily enough, actually, I saw a tweet about that this week and it was basically saying the exact same thing you're saying it was like British people like to disassociate from their racism because it all happened in the Caribbean or India Mm. or parts of Africa it never really happened in the UK the history of black blood being spilt on Mm. this land is not the same as in America and even with America before the black people America is built on the blood of the aboriginal people Mm -hmm. so a lot of people like to cover their eyes to what happened in the british empire
0: quotation marks Mm
1: -hmm. because it didn't happen here
0: racism is not outsourced it's very much Mm -hmm. from within britain and it's been exported out to different parts of the world Mm -hmm. so i don't think we should ever disassociate in saying that i don't think we can tackle the conversation of racism when talking about britain within the american context because it's very very different Mm -hmm. And it's expressed differently. And I don't know... And it has ties with our class system as well. Yeah, very much ties with our class system. So I don't think we can just speak about racism in Britain as it is the same in America. Mm -hmm. Although it it is still as sick. So how what would we say is an expression of British racism like how would we because we can say we can talk about black bodies in America or I mean black men being killed in America or black women and like the policing system and stuff like that but how if someone was to ask this because I hear a lot of Americans say oh in Europe you're cool as a black person no, 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 no. because a lot of people genuinely feel so if we would say no it's not like this what would be narrowed down British racism as so British racism takes its
1: form in a lot of black boys being stopped and searched by police for no reason Mm -hmm. it takes its form in the education system Mm -hmm. where black children
0: are being put at the bottom of their classes For no reason on foundation, foundation. yeah, foundation instead of higher tier gcc papers, Mm. which actually is we can see when our parents came over the same thing was done to them when they came from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. I know that was for my mum's case. She remembers when she was in school and for English, and they put her in a foundation foundation even though she wasn't on that academic level mm. she was more than capable and that she was doing well there's a lot of stories of people in the Windrush generation who came over here and they were specifically told not to go after certain jobs because yeah. they were black yeah, yeah. that happened women. to my mom my mom
1: moved here in 74 mm. it was after Windrush she was like amazing at maths she aced the entry exam they gave her mm. she literally got I think she got 100 percent Because she spoke Patois, so she moved her from Jamaica. Because she spoke Patois, they put her in the bottom set of all of her classes.
0: And it doesn't stop there because even Akala said when he was younger... Akala is a rapper, like he's an MC. He's an educator. He said that when he went to school... He was put in a lower tier. I think he was put in a class with... Um, children who can speak English. Children who can speak English. But yeah. they didn't like him. I think they found him a bit precocious. And I think that's what they do to a lot of young black boys. Young black boys who, I think, under the age of 10, I'm not too sure, but it's something like that, they often excelling when they're in, like, primary. And then it's when they cross over the the grades are not hitting it yeah. and and um, so there's something happens in that moment when they're crossing over and I think a lot of schools don't like the idea of smart black boys no. or guys okay here's mm. my thing I agree with that notion mm. however there is no real evidence all the time mm-hmm. for that okay. and I only say that just because if you look with African boys now and um, ah but I'm not taken away from that because I'm not no saying, but I feel like we have to be careful in saying a lot of schools don't like smart black men because a lot of schools would be saying, "Well, how is that the case? Wouldn't it mean matter for culture on a whole if black men were doing better at school? Why would we actively work against them?" So there are a lot of schools that do do that.
1: I'm no, not I'm saying, saying that's the case.
0: No, I'm not saying that all the blame is to be laid at the feet of teachers who are actively working. Because I'm a firm believer that as parents, you need to be actively involved in your child's education. Mm. So that, in spite of racism, you can still excel. Uh, we're seeing that with African boys; they're far, they're outperforming those of Caribbean boys. And I'm not. And a lot of people say that means there's no racism in schools. No, my argument would be there is racism in schools, but in spite of the racism, because our their parents are actively involved in their child's education yeah. they're able to surpass the expectations of even the teachers right so i think it's racism coupled with the inactivity sometimes of parents mm. which is a resulting in students some of black boys Under-achievement, failures, underachievements yeah. But that's but I don't think that should mean to silence the conversation around racism racism in school. Yeah. Because there are a lot of boys who will tell you that my teacher was really rude to me, she was mean to me. A lot of black girls as well. A lot of black girls would say that in school they were often called but the amount of times black girls are told they were called bullies or aggressive or they were called into a meeting Just for voicing their opinion. Wasn't that what my older sister was saying? Yeah. The the girls were all called into a room, the black girls and told that they were bullying. And these white of, girls, because it wasn't that they're bullying them. It was the association of a group of black girls who were together. It's almost projected like this gang-like culture mm-hmm. that they project onto them. So if if a girl is crying, which there's a conversation on that about white women weaponizing their tears or mm-hmm. their femininity. And mm-hmm. I think that case with that lady in the park with that black guy mm-hmm. was a very clear example of that. So what happened is they would say, oh, they're bullying me or the famous one is... Mm-hmm oh they're intimidating that you would get like these teachers like you girls are being intimidating Mm. you're bullying um and it always does have a race racist tint to it and that affects your the the way you even work affects your psyche affects the way you um hold hold yourself in school it affects how you your attitude towards your work i do remember times in even my school having run-ins with students which are weren't black and sometimes wondering i wonder if that person wasn't was a black person the outcome would have been the same mm. and this is us going to a black school and this is us going yeah. to a black school but because i feel it like even if black people the idea that we have to protect whiteness whiteness yeah. because they're a bit more fragile they are a bit more emotional they're sensitive whereas black sensitive, whereas it's seen as black people can kind of take to it to be hardy yes. Yes. about everything
1: yeah yeah 100% so yeah back to your question Sorry, yeah. racism also presents itself in job applications yes. where now people like some companies are being called to do the job application screening without names because yes. it's come to light that people with names that aren't english are being rejected from jobs before their qualifications are even looked at mm. it shows its form in university culture where even i was reading i'm um, slaying your lane and up until like three years ago i can't remember what uni it was but they were still having slave auctions Oh, would you look at that? It's the University of Liverpool. They had... <laughs> the irony.
0: <laughs> Liverpool really wants to do that.
1: <laughs> they had a slave auction... Re- okay, so it wasn't a slave auction day, but they had a slave auction reenactment during a university conference dinner. Wow. How is that okay? This was this article was written
0: last November, six months ago. Mm. Um, it's also a thing where you'll find particularly black women are well-educated. They have their degrees... And they're still not given the positions as a white counterparts in companies, um, in companies yeah. and even if they are far better at the job, there's countless times I've heard of people saying, "Yeah, I was told that I was overqualified, or I was too good," which I think is crazy. I think for places in like I think institutions like the policing, policing. Okay, we are our police aren't armed with guns. You can see for stop and search statistics. So for example... But then also how they deal with cases. But if I even read like just the stop and search statistics, Mm. um, I think it is... um, There are four stop and searches for every 1,000 white people, compared Mm. with 38 for every 1,000 black black people. I find that's ridiculous. And then I think what I was reading, and oftentimes it's still... When people say, well, this is obviously the case because black people commit more crimes, but it still didn't tally up because in most of the cases, black people weren't found with drugs and you're more likely to find drugs than a white person. And that's just one of the simple statistics that we can look at. But even if you look at how they handle the cases of black men, and I think a brilliant example is the Stephen Lawrence case, Mm. where it took 25 years for them to get justice. And it was there that we saw what institutional racism was, Mm. where, where... it came out that people in media were being paid by police to smear the family of Stephen Lawrence and mm. the way that these racist men were able to get away with it for so long and in a way protected by the police force. And you see that now with yeah. like someone like, um, who's one from Love Island? Michael My- Beretang. Mm. Mm. And how he came out when, it, when he was on the show... There were all these articles about... Speed and Ticket, was it? I, I don't know what it was. It was just really disgusting articles. And what? you could read the articles and see it was absolutely rubbish and they were trying to find something. But they worked hard to ruin that guy's reputation. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he said, one, he was in the police force... He was called a monkey. No, it was a gorilla, and wasn't able to go up the ranks. I know, oftentimes when you're t- telling people for how hard it is for people of color, let I me mean not say people of color, how black people are able to go up the ranks and go um, change positions in their workplace, many people say, "Well, it's maybe they're just not good enough." Maybe. It's merit it has to be based on merit. But a merit, and they will refuse to really engage with a conversation about prejudices that may be held by people in positions of power within the workplace. And also, can I just say, meritocracy only works when people. People want to engage with it yes if you are at the helm of, helm of power but you do not want to even give people positions based on their merit mm. meritocracy is irrelevant but there are some people who don't care about your merit no. no they only see your skin color i think meritocracy works better in america than over here actually but this Weirdly enough, you yeah. Guys yeah saying this I reminds do you think so. me
1: of So again when I was reading Say on your Slay in Your Lane," because it's based on like the experiences of black British women. Mm. And one of the quotes that really stood out to me was when they said their parents were saying to them, You have to work twice as hard for you to be recognised mm. in the same way as your as your white counterpart. And even that's been drilled into me. I don't know if your parents have said that to mm-hmm. you guys, but so many black people I know, their parents have told them the same thing because they know that despite having the same qualifications as a white person... Or even another person of colour, because, okay, we're not going to get into this, but black people are actually treated differently from a lot of other people of colour. Yes.
0: Mm. The experience between an Indian person and a black person. It's is completely same, different. Or a Chinese person or yeah. whoever.
1: As I said before, unless all companies do a name blank out job application... Mm that's the only way it's going to work but then even then you do that but when you get to the interview stage and they see you're black then their prejudices come out mm. so it's it's so hard to even think about a way to 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 bring
0: about change but then at least when you get the interviewed there's a possibility you may be able to challenge their perceptions yeah. in them to yeah of course you. yeah
1: of course, I'm not saying that yeah, obviously, no, like, yeah. every black person is discounted because they're black. Because mm. we've seen cases where black people have been able to wet themselves up the ladders mm. despite their colour. But that, unfortunately, is the exception, not the rule.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, um, in the Britain, I think we have a lot of nepotism. And surprisingly, I'm not anti-nepotism. Well, I am anti. A lot of people would hate you for that. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, if I had a company... Mm and i was making money and my daughter wanted or my son i wanted him to take over i wouldn't have an issue with that as long as he was good at the job i have a problem when it's at the expense of people who are educated and who are worthy of those jobs and you're giving it to someone because it's your niece and it's your or it's your son or it's your daughter because you just like them because they're family. Or, what? Generational wealth? Or, or, all right. Because, or whether it's your
1: friend because there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. This actually reminds me, I have a friend that works in media mm. and she had such a hard time getting jobs because a lot of media jobs are given on a like, who knows who yeah, basis. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that's literally a perfect example of that. It's like a lot of jobs that... And I actually didn't even realize how widespread it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of jobs are given to people just because they know someone in the right place. Yeah, that's and so I'm mad.
0: I'm anti that. I'm anti that when it when it's coupled with racism. Yeah, because if you were giving it to someone you know, if you knew a, a about black. About classism. Yeah, and classism. But like, if you're giving it to like, you know, black, most people know black people. The only issue is a lot of people don't like black people or they're prejudiced against certain black people. Or they have an idea of how black people work or how they are. And so you won't give it to a black person, even if you know them, because, well, you don't like them or you don't think they're worthy of the job. Do you I know think that's mad? what the problem is.
1: A lot of black people will work 10 times as hard as another person of a different skin tone in that job just because they know they
0: have to prove themselves more. and i've heard that so many times yeah. they're saying like i work like a dog for them yeah and they and they don't care yeah mm. they don't care they, they give you a pound back and be like oh yeah thank yeah. you so much you're doing a brilliant job but they're not going to promote no. you that's not the but intention that's, that's the
1: thing like this is a major difference between our generation and our parents generation mm. because in a sense they were lucky to find a job that paid them a like a lot of money or paid Mm. them a sufficient amount that they could live on when they found that kind of job no matter how they were treated they would stay whereas for us now it's like yeah, no more yeah exactly it's like for us our mindset is different so it's like i can find a job somewhere else or not even i can find a job somewhere else i don't want to stay somewhere where i'm being ill treated and so we up and leave Mm. but i guess it would have been different because they were breaking down those barriers so we could do
0: that yes yeah like if you're a black person you can speak you're nice we're nice you. but don't show too much personality mm. do not be angry mm-hmm. don't even show, if you're a woman yeah if you're a woman don't, do don't be angry don't show an excess of emotion. Mm-hmm. just be happy and entertaining mm-hmm. and we'll accept you yes um they want you happy we and won't clappy. necessarily promote you yeah like, we won't be put like, you in place of leadership but we'll be nice to you do you I'm not be happy with that? Do you know what people would argue, though? I have a few friends, mm. friends, i say acquaintances, <laughs> who are, they would say, hang on a second, I've worked very hard and I'm doing very well now and I feel like I've been... I congratulated for that and white society has helped me flourish and has helped me do one. Like, look at the Conservative Party. It's so diverse now. Um, I'm working with them there and they've never they've never used my race against me. If anything, it's been a benefit because And I just think, oh, for goodness sakes.
1: The thing is, though, you say that and there's been so many instances come out of people cussing black people behind their back. Have mm. you, did you see that thing, the, oh. oh you're the, the you're the good track. black. Yeah, you're yeah. You're the good black You're the token, you're black, the person. token black
0: person. And it's okay. It's okay because you're the token black person. You make us feel comfortable. Yeah. And I but tend then, to find people like that will never call out racism or things that they find issues with like that. I was just about to say, I was like, they keep their mouth shut.
1: In that sense of them being like the token black person that makes white people feel comfortable, mm. one, you would find that they're never really being themselves at work. Mm. Or two, when they do decide to call out racism or anything else, mm. then it becomes a massive issue for them because mm. they don't, they now don't fit into that box of what they should, should be. have been. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I I I tend to find people like that don't really speak about wide issues. They Do you think keep to the script. Do you think it's incumbent on every black person to speak out against racism they're experiencing there if they're working with a company? A hundred percent. No, I don't. Seri- I I, I know working- that sounds bad, but sometimes you have to protect yourself. We're saying this now. I think you would have to think... And I used to be like, you always have a right to speak out. I'm thinking of people who are... But that... Oh, no, but Do you I know think you need, to, no, no. Careful you need to... No, no, no. I'm saying work hard enough and get to a position where you're able to speak out and deal with it. But that's not always possible. But I don't so judge... No, and the thing is... I, it's you not, should but I don't, I don't judge you. some people who don't because yeah, some people no. just don't they just want to live their life yeah, they no, want to bring their enough. money and they want to look after their family and they don't want the stress of everything
1: okay okay I kind of take back what I said when mm. I said 100% if you are in a position where you can affect change mm. yes if you are in a position where you know that your job is secure mm. then yes mm. but there are a lot of people whose jobs aren't secure enough, yes. enough yes. for them to be causing a role yes and yes. Y- okay yeah in that instance you should be careful about how well one you should decide if you even want to address it mm. and two if you do decide to address it you should be very careful and calculated about how you go about it mm. because again it's the it's the it's the thing of being painted as aggressive mm. or ungrateful. yeah exactly and so i it's just it's hard it's actually hard to find that balance because i guess for me i work in a workplace where it's 90 percent black people mm. and so the issues that people are talking about.
0: Like, even the other day, it was Tabernacle School, guys. You were at the Tabernacle School, a black run school yes. in the bar of S- Kensington and Chelsea. Send your children there. Go support. Send your children there. <laughs> send your children. <laughs> um,
1: the other day, Twitter was discussing like microaggressions, or even just, no, it wasn't microaggressions, racism at work. Mm. And I was reading this stuff and I was like, oh, whoa. Like, mm. honestly, I have completely taken for granted the fact that I work with. A majority black staff because mm. I've not had to worry about any of this stuff right. once. It's just like it's mad that people have to go to work. One, the stress of their job, and two, they have the stress of their clown ass colleagues. Like, <laughs> mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the need to code to it because that's a real thing. Yeah. Like a lot of black people will change the tone of their voice. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean if you're maybe you speak a bit of street. And then you you start, I mean, like you speak well, but you even have to change your mannerisms yeah, to not seem aggressive. People change oh, oh, the tone have of my, your voice, voice or smile more. Or smile black. Yeah. And I oh, think days. for me, I do that. I, I ended up, if you're working and you find yourself smiling more, so your eyes open a bit more. I'm engaging. Um, and you're like, why do I have to do this? Because you already know in people's head, they're expecting you to act a certain way. Some would argue and say you are projecting and no one cares. No. But
1: the 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 stats, the history, everything I know, shows that's what I'm like saying. But I'm
0: saying, I wonder why people feel that is the case because, because there are so many... And this is why I think this is the case. Whenever I look at reality... Sorry, I cut you. No, it's fine. Okay. I was literally just going to say people like to bury their head in the sand. Yeah, so. whenever I look at reality shows, mm. I always go in Twitter if there's a black girl in it. Twicker. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. um, And I can almost guarantee be a lot of hate. there will be some Karen on Twitter... <laughs> saying she's a bit rude she's a bit rude she's a bit aggressive she's aggressive she's oh a, she's goodness. a bit devere they say she's devish or oh, the favourite one she's vile yeah vile <laughs> feisty mm. they're little code words that you look out for mm. um rude um intimidating um loud mm. annoying. annoying annoying there's something that grates them about a black woman oftentimes with personality yes that's not soft and kind of your english Femininity. Yes.
1: This reminds me of last year's Love Island, 2019 Love Island. Yeah, when Amber and Ywande, that whole thing with Danny happened, and they had a right to be upset, but they were labelled as aggressive and all of these other things. But when who was it? Was it Mora or yeah. one of the other yeah. white yeah. girls? Popped off. Oh, she has a right to be angry. Mm. What's the difference? The only difference is their colour of skin. That's it. This that is literally yeah. it. But and then, it even in fact, on, the way Maura popped off was worse than what Amber and Ywanda did. It was worse.
0: But I feel like that ties into Britain's opinions on femininity, their ideas on femininity, on how it should be expressed. And I always say, and some people disagree, the way some Black women express their feminine is sometimes different to the way Europeans would express it. Of course. No, but I know, and sometimes there's a. The way they express themselves can be a bit jarring to someone who is used to a certain way. It's not all the case, but that's just a theory I have as to why whenever I see a black woman in the British media, there's an issue. But then my next question is, though, do we feel oppressed? No,
1: I personally don't. And I was actually thinking about this mm. the other day.
0: That but a lot of people are shouting, we are oppressed. We feel oppressed. Yeah. but Are we actually oppressed?
1: Oh, are you talking about
0: us as a people?
1: Us? personally i think we should start thinking personally yeah do we yeah okay as just as a whole i think yes we are but me personally i'm not really oppressed because i went to an all-black school things were fine for me there. like i was able to to express express myself and fulfill my full potential in terms of academics then at college and uni, I didn't really notice anything major to be on. Like, nothing sticks out for me where I can be like, yes, I, like... Was the Yeah. But there was never a case where I felt like someone was out to get me because, you were in black. all honesty, yeah, like, there wasn't any of that. Then I came out of uni and I went straight into working in the workplace I'm in now that is 90% black. Mm. So, for me, no. There are. The, the only time I've I've been a bit worried about my skin colour is I remember when I cut my hair and I was like, Oh my gosh, like maybe if I'm driving around at nighttime and like cause you can't really see in my car and all you can see is dark skin mm. and short hair, like maybe I'm gonna get pulled and over. And that's a real
0: thing because that happened to my mom yeah, a lot.
1: That's but mm. that's never happened to me. But that's the only time I remember explicitly worrying about the police or any type of racism because mm. it's just
0: you had your you had your sex to protect you, kind of, from police. Even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even your that, femininity yeah. was your protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but even that's in that, that because that's not a guarantee. Exactly,
1: but that's why I said that worry about police pulling me over at nighttime in my car only occurred to me when I cut my hair. Right. Mm. So yeah, for me, I've I don't feel like I've ever been outrightly oppressed. I'm sure some people have tried crap behind my back, but actually. <laughs> that just reminded me of this incident I had at uni mm. so in my last year of uni I was living with four other girls one was Asian and three of them was white and so this one white girl she was like very into like her body and how she looked mm. and she apparently said that she wanted a niggerbomb who? But she never said that in front
0: of me. He said <laughs> she said a nigger bum. She ah, said a nigger
1: bum. I'd never heard of that before. And one of the other girls came to, talk, to tell me. A and I was like, bum. I was like, she knew not to say that in front of me because I would have switched. Is
0: that an act of oppression, though?
1: That's not active an act of No, I'm, I'm saying I'm recalling the racist incidents okay. I remember.
0: Do you feel oppressed, Leah?
1: But- Excuse oh, sorry. me. Oh, I never knew you finish. I thought you <laughs> finished. Is All he right. words, saying now?
0: Okay, boring. All right, bye. bye.
1: <laughs> and then there's one other, t- no, there's actually two times, but it was in relation to my food, which, and, funny enough, was the same white girl. Yeah, one time my oh, mum cooked bum. me oxtail. Oh, uh, I could kill for oxtail right oxtail, now. Oxtail, I was eating it in the kitchen. You know, I love oxtail. Oxtail was my bag. Mm. I was sitting in the kitchen. I was loving life. Did you plantain with it? I did. Do you have oh, with it? No, I didn't. Do you have beans with it? yeah oh my gosh okay, why well, rice anyway um this girl comes into the kitchen she's like ew what are you eating i was like don't oh, mom it- i was like <laughs> i was like don't eat <laughs> my food i was like it's oxtail don't do that but uh, she did that to funny enough the asian girl was at like, one of her best friends and she did that to one of her meals and it's the last where does she live out somewhere outside of London. she lives in kent right, well. and then this the other incident i remember in that same house Two of my flatmates were cleaning out the fridge while we were oh, at a dance. Mate. <laughs> we were at a dance competition for the weekend. Came back, they had thrown out three plantains. <laughs> That's not racism, so like, though.
0: They just really don't know. No, that. it's no, it's oh, not no, racism. Yeah. It's
1: because I'm like, oh, we just we just thought it was like gone off bananas. Don't touch anything on my shelf. <laughs> don't do that. I will, you know I was actually vet- you've told this story so
0: many times so I know it hurts in, you it may because
1: you know <laughs> how I much I love, love planting it <laughs> it was free yes, three really I'd just really gone bad. to see my mum the weekend before we went to dance competition they'd been in my house for was a it week. Right? were they right yes uh, no, they they'd
0: sweet. been in my house
1: for a week put them in the fridge I was That's like cool wrong. gonna, be gonna eat well. them when I go- get back no. they chucked it away the thing is I didn't even remember they were in the fridge it was because i only remember because i was on the phone to my mom and she's like oh have you eaten your planting yet i was like oh my gosh thank you for reminding me and i was like hold on i don't remember seeing them in my fridge this morning went downstairs to check in my fridge they were gone i was like what happened to my planting?" they were like huh I was like the banana-looking things that were in my fridge.
0: Yes, <laughs> like, Come on, that's not prejudice. That's just they just don't know. It's <laughs> ignorance, <laughs> prejudice, is whatever you want to call it. But the, the, point, the is, point is, the point is they took my plants. The point is they
1: took my planting. One and two. The <laughs> point. The another point is, is that that has actually happened to so wait, many. Wait, black did people you see I the know. fair? And, just take did take the Did you see the fair in their face when so, you so, yeah. said, "Where's my planting?" <laughs> plant yeah, yeah. They're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Like we didn't know. We thought it was just rotten. Don't bananas. touch bananas. my planting. The thing is, like, and you know when I get fed. So you I, I get no. You no, know no when I get facts, so I go audio. silent.
0: Literally, no one says Shut anyone. up.
1: Sorry, sorry. You know when I get facts, so I go silent. So yeah, I, yeah. I went silent, and as they knew I was pissed, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was pissed because I was just like. I was just like cool They're like oh I can go to Tesco And buy you You can't You can't go to Tesco And buy me (laughs) planting
0: Bring back bananas (laughs) i got some Bananas
1: But okay Yeah Those weren't examples Of Uh, oppression
0: What would happen If you fry bananas though (laughs) This is not (laughs) not What is happening Right now No I just thought about Hmm, No, It doesn't work I've tried it (laughs) <laughs> what have you seen Yeah, thank <laughs> you so <laughs> <well>. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate Did you want Blanton that bad? Just want to come back Okay, this okay is sorry okay. I'm, no, I'm So blind.
1: those, yeah As I was saying I've never been outrightly oppressed But those are one of the main Well, they're not even racist encounters Apart from the first one I mentioned mm. But they're ignorant encounters no. that I've had with ignorant people Which has made you people. very much
0: aware of your blackness Yeah Okay. Okay, cool Do I feel like I've been... Because let me just define what oppression is. So I have had prolonged cruel and unjust treatment or exercises of authority. I don't feel like that's been my case as an individual. Hmm. However, I have experienced instances of racism Hmm. um, and prejudice. If we're talking now of Africa... Then yeah, I would say Africa, I thought Europe has 100%. purposely yes. oppressed Africa mm-hmm. and drained it of its resources. And he, because I am of that diaspora. but like lineage and diaspora, mm-hmm. I guess in some cases some people would say I'm oppressed. But do I individually feel oppressed? Do I feel like individual white people are oppressing me? Yeah. No.
1: So to quickly interrupt. Going back to what Leah said about Europe oppressing Africa, if you want an example of that, just look at what happened in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Yeah, that is literally that is all you need to, to know. know. And that happened there, again, in, guys. That's that, mo- that <laughs> happened it. to multiple countries in yeah. Africa. Sorry. And
0: the leaders that kind of come up and like change, bring change, and then they go in and kill those leaders. But this is another discussion that's making me even more vexed. Oh, um, I would say I remember though once because I live in the borough of Kensington and Chelsea and it's known for being wealthy and we went it was fireworks day and, oh, I always remember that and I remember it was like in a garden a private garden but they were letting people come in and I had a newer family that lived closer up there and we just went in because everyone else was going in me and my family our black family and everyone else was passing through everyone else was passing through and they happened to stop us and they were like, What are you doing here? Do you have tickets? And we we're like, No one else has a ticket and they wouldn't let us go through and, and they then wouldn't some answer why. Past and, said, and then I was like, Oh, I need to go to the toilet. And she whispered, like, Why don't you go and poo in that in, in that the bushes. Sec- in the bushes over what? there? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And that was the first time when I was younger. Yeah. What had How
1: old were you when that happened? Maybe like 11 11 we cried actually because
0: I was like we were like why would someone I, I was I was just more incensed mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger because I had never experienced something so like I couldn't even name it mm-hmm. but I just was thinking, who do you think you are?
1: At 11 years old. No, I, I did, <laughs> at that age, because,
0: no, do you know what it was? Because I came from a school that were black teachers. Mm. I came from a household of, of black leadership. It wasn't a novelty to me. I wasn't walking around thinking that black people were inferior. Mm. Inferior. But it was, I mean, it, I had, I guess, internalised issues to do with black people. Beauty, but mm. not about black status mm. necessarily. And so, um, in my mind, I was thinking, what? Like, and I remember I was railing about it. Oh, crying! You know, when you're ang- so angry, you're crying. Yeah. And that's when it hit me: like, you people Leah doesn't really? cry when she's sad. She Yeah, I, when I cry she's when, when I'm angry. <laughs> and I'm like, you people really think you're better than me? And I knew it wasn't just a race thing. I think it was a class thing as yeah. well because they're very much interlinked and. Whenever you hear push white people start saying, "But what about the white working class boys?" It's not because they care about, about the white of about they about the working class boys. It's because they don't care about yeah. working class people on a whole, and so they it's, care it's, about it's, in it's, relation it's, to black people. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's a, it's a classic divide and conquer. Do you know what? Because we want to shift the focus away from these black people. That's not what about the working class That's about white working class people because you, you care about them. Mm. But anyway, it, I knew it was very much a class and race issue, but it's at mm. that moment I just was thinking it's disgusting. It was so yucky. Mm. So that was like a first instance of racism. Mm. And other things that have happened, it's microaggressions. And that's the things. British racism is so sophisticated. It'll make you, you feel like you're going mad. You're going yeah, crazy. Literally. I mean, they. I, I've i got to hand it to them because <laughs> they do racism so well. Even you yourself People will be, be like, thinking, was nah. that racist? Mm-hmm. Nah, that's not racist. <laughs> and if you call it out, they're looking like so, you're crazy yeah. with no evidence. Like some <laughs> conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Racism in the UK is a conspiracy. <laughs> it's become a conspiracy. <laughs> so... I'm, that's one thing I'm happy about, this George Floyd case. It has shifted mm. race discussion to the forefront. Mm. And I feel like racist people have to start really facing their own prejudices. And anymore. it's given black people the confidence to call out racism. Right. In saying that, and I have an issue also, and it's a bit of a... Yes, I'm mm. kind of contradicting myself in the sense I don't think black people should always think of themselves as, as a collective, mm. but as individuals. But as individuals, but as,
1: in some cases you do have to think. as In some as cases, as hundred uh,
0: percent, and and I think it's no free thought of our own that we've all started to think of ourselves mm-hmm. as a collective or as brothers or as we've sisters because we have been homogenized, because, have the, been homogenized yeah, yes. because all of our individualism, our different features, our different cultures. Mm. It just was painted with the black yeah. brush, mm. and so because of that, there is a brotherly blackness, if you want to mm. call it that, a comradeship. Yeah, and so, but I do think that's also problematic, um, and I think that might be a different discussion. Yeah. Mm. And I and I do think I don't know if we should always think of ourselves as some collectively oppressed group, even if that may be the case. Mm. And I and I think there's an argument that says it isn't, yes. and there is argument for. I don't want to really go into no. it right now, <laughs> but I would see myself as an individual first. And I don't actively feel like I'm being oppressed. I don't feel <clears throat> oppressed. And I do wonder whether a lot of black people are forced to take on the idea that they are oppressed.
1: I don't. I that's don't a very know. controversial statement. Mm. I know.
0: And I don't know if I disagree with that either. But I think that's another discussion. Yeah, again. I do not feel oppressed. But I know that there there are people who, can, who, who work against black people. Yeah. Mm. And may work against me. But I don't make that determine my outlook on life or, or my there. future success <sighs> that's or, all well and
1: good but other people don't have that that option, option.
0: no i know but i i'm gonna say something that's like i don't think it's like controversial. i don't think a lot of black brits are oppressed over okay. i don't think we i can't <laughs> i don't and i would love for someone to give me concrete evidence <laughs> not that racism doesn't exist i'm not that there's prejudices in industries. Okay. Not that we're an institution, or that we are someone being held back in some places, or being frustrated in our efforts to succeed. Go, to succeed. Some people would argue that. Some people would argue that is oppression, though. No? Are black people like what like the evidence of black oppression in the UK? People would just say that's literally the prison system, our schooling system, yeah. and even in the schooling system. When I look at statistics of even Africans. It doesn't look like they're being oppressed to me. It do- and I'm not taken away from the fact there's racism in schools, because you've heard me earlier saying that, but it does not mean they're oppressed. Okay. Please don't help me, guys. <laughs> no, I think this is a valid conversation. But I know I'm not saying that's necessarily no, I, the let case, me say, there I an I think there's an oppressive force there or oppressive nature within institutions, mm. but I am not being, I don't feel oppressed by it. And maybe that is as yet. Okay, but that's I mean? fair
1: enough. You can say that you don't feel oppressed, but for you to say that Black Britons aren't oppressed in the UK is a very wild statement. I
0: don't know if and it's I think wild. So, it's not a wild statement. I, think, we should discuss I think it's that becoming way. wild that a lot of people are saying I'm oppressed in the UK, passing for me.
1: I, can, I <laughs> yeah, cannot... but you can't. You can't just say that people don't. Can't say that they're oppressed, or because you don't live their lives, you don't know what they've been through. You can't say that every single Black person in the UK has not been oppressed. You can't no, say not, that. And I'm not
0: saying that. I'm not saying but that. But that's what it sounds like. No, I'm saying hearing. by and large, I don't think majority of black people in the UK are oppressed. Okay, but that's not what you I'm said. Yeah, oppressed for their race. Yeah, but that's not race. what you
1: said. What did I say? You said that black Britons aren't oppressed. Did I say that? Yeah, you said that as a sweeping statement. All right, guys, let me rectify. <laughs>
0: before people come for me. I think they should personally. I don't think <clears throat> that majority of black people... Okay, let me change it. I'm Oppressed? Or get, I know. <laughs> Speak your truth. <laughs> Say with your chest. Okay. I think the majority of black people are oppressed in a way where they cannot succeed. I agree with that. I I just don't. Not that they won't face issues. issues of, not face it that they won't have to work harder, but that they can't succeed. You'd, nah, I, I, don't does, I, don't, I don't accept I that. I don't accept that. Okay, agree, okay. Agree, okay. And I, I think for, it's unhealthy be, to be telling black children that they are oppressed. No. I, I no, I think... But, I think it's healthy to tell them there's racism, but in spite of the racism, you are going to yeah, do well. Yeah,
1: 100%. And that- I don't, I don't know. I Well, for me, I could be wrong, but I don't know anyone that actively tells their children that they are oppressed. I feel like a lot of people have the talk with their children that, yes, you're going to have to work twice as hard. Yes, you're going to face prejudices and racism. But I don't well i could be wrong but i i don't know of any cases where people are going around telling
0: their kids that you're
1: oppressed <clears throat> you know what i mean mm. rather than just having like the racism talk
0: with their kids yeah i actually agree with that Fair enough. what do you think of aril's sentiment though that in spite of racism you should you still should it shouldn't hinder your success it should not stop your success it's not as easy as that of course it's not as easy but i don't ever feel like racism should ever be used for an excuse
1: but it it, ha- it can be in some cases. Because it? for you to be like, okay, like you can succeed despite of racism right. is not as easy as that. It's not no, easy, actually, yeah, but it is
0: possible. It's possible. But I would actually what I said there? Wait, let wait. her finish. Wait. It's the exception, not the norm. <laughs> okay, in music Okay, actually, let me change it. Music no, industry No no no, 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 no. No, no, I don't no I don't Wait Hold on, wait, guys, hold on, wait, please, let me finish. I would argue in media, it's harder to, for black people to get part. Cool. In music industry, it's hard to get part. In education, though, I do not think it's as in hard. what
1: do you mean in education? In so school.
0: I think the I think the responsibility lies with the student and with the family. I do. Lizzie, I am convinced it lies with the student and with the family. Then why is okay, it- Okay,
1: no, okay. This, listen. If you were to say that, okay, for example- like a black boy was being racially targeted Mm. by a teacher the parent does nothing to move them to like to a different school then yes it's the parent's fault but that that is still a problem in that school black children are being targeted it's like on twitter i saw the other day this black man was talking about how he had a really racist english teacher in sixth form and his parents had to fight and okay yes in that case it is the parents but some people don't have parents that have the time to do that some people have like come from single parent households where the mum has to, or the dad has to be working all the time so they don't have that time to be as invested in their children's mm. education as no. they like it's literally you can't just say that as like one massive sweep, <coughs> sweeping statement because there's all these extra yep. other outliers that affect it as well i understand
0: that okay i get that i i get that but it still doesn't take away from the fact though that I I understand all of those caveats. I get those caveats. And we've actually moved from the discussion at hand onto a different topic. It's fine. We're still talking about racism in the UK. But it is incumbent on the parent and the child to work hard in despite... In spite of the racism, yeah.
1: Why? But think about wait, it. Why? Wait, no, no, no wait. wait. Okay, but think about it. Yeah. Mm. Why should my five-year-old be having to work twice
0: as hard as a white child? They shouldn't. Just
1: because exactly, they shouldn't and have to. That's not their no. fault. No, it's not. So it's not down to the child to no. fix that. No,
0: it's not. You're not to fix it. We have to move through it. No, look. This is what I made. I heard a really good point the other day, and people are going to disagree with me because I feel like it's, it's quite conservative to an extent but we cannot act like racist white people are going to stop being racist. Mm. What well, Are we going to just wait for them of to stop? Wait, no. are we going to stop for wait racist white people to stop being racist and just sit and wait and be like, "Done, these white people, I'm just going to have to wait? No, no, we push through it. And protesting is And, isn't once, the only thing and isn't wait, yet. and once we do that, then we can like, and I'm not saying that's the only thing we do. We continue to speak for them, but you don't say to your child, "Ah, oh, done." you know, your teacher's racist, but... I get it. So don't do this. Don't do that. Your teacher's racist. That's not what I'm saying. If my son comes home and tells me my teacher's been racist and he's decided not to study for that, are you mad? That's
1: not what I'm saying. I know that's not what you're saying, but I'm
0: saying we cannot allow it to hinder our our success. Again, that's easier said than done. It's not Elizabeth. It is. I don't think it is.
1: I was not saying that racism is the only thing to blame as to why we can't succeed. Mm. But we are succeeding. Yeah. Yeah, we are. I'm saying that you guys saying racism shouldn't hold us back, or you should you should work through the racism in order to succeed. No, I
0: didn't mean it as in work through the racism. We should fight racism, but we should keep on working hard.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, of course you should. But my point is is that there are many cases that we can like ask, we can even ask our parents or any of our friends that, despite them working. 10 times as hard as Mm. our white counterparts, it is their white counterparts who get the promotion over them. So, this is why I'm saying you can't just say Mm. that racism should be worked through because sometimes it's not as simple
0: as that. I'm not saying, I wasn't saying, I I know it sounded like that, I'm not saying that because obviously I feel like there is a glass ceiling in that point in some points that cannot be crashed because there is such racism. Mm. I was talking specifically where education is concerned Mm -hmm. and yeah mostly where education is concerned okay. that's what i was mostly specifically talking Fair, about. and success still i think and i still and i think it depends how you term what how you define success mm. and if we're measuring success by white standards and i can't remember which black like, white standards measuring success, but isn't success just success? Yeah, no, no, no. Success is, I think, your definition, personal personal definition. But often, black people tend to measure their level of success okay, so by for, white standards of success,
1: for me, when I say success, I like okay, there's success. But what I'm talking about right now is is just like being able to move up in your job in the same way or having an a income that is stable, that one is stable and two, that is enough that you can live well. Because there's so many black families that are just working to meet, to make meet the meet main ends. ends. Yeah. yeah, That's not life. No. Mm. So in terms of that, in some cases, it is harder for us mm. to do that. Just because even yeah, in like in terms of promotions in companies yeah. we're overlooked despite Oh uh, how good our we work, are yeah, and how our 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 yeah. yeah, like it's just like it's really not as simple as okay like let's just I wasn't saying
0: I'm not I wasn't talking in those terms. I was mostly specifically talking about education. Okay,
1: but even in terms of education, yes, a lot of it, like as a teacher, I have seen that a mm. lot of it is like the responsibility the parents mm. take with their children.
0: Mm.
1: But I think because we grew up one in West London and two in a black school, mm. oh, we have yeah. we are constantly actually. exposed to the idea that black people can be in places yes. of power. Mm. Black people can run their own things, can have their own successful businesses. Mm. Black children that live in like Hackney or yeah. like deep in South London, they mm. don't see that. Mm. I'm
0: going to disagree with you slightly, then. I am. Yeah, uh, yes. um, do you know why? Mm. Um, and I th- someone made the point. If you look at America and the UK. Mm. They share commonalities in that mm. African Americans and Caribbean people mm. are both at the bottom when it comes to education, mm. and they both had similar histories. Caribbeans in Britain, because Caribbeans in Britain, sorry, and they both have similar histories in that Amer- African Americans slaves, mm. then they grew up under oppression. Mm. Caribbean people have that um, have the history of slavery, mm. brought to the islands, and then they came into Britain during a racist period mm. and grew up under intense racism mm. so some people would argue it's a psychological trauma at hand or mm. s- things that have been so like embedded into the culture of mm. black people when they first or under a racist system mm. that it's harder for them to break those mental chains mm. for them to excel in society and it's not even well, they've mental change accepted their lot they've accepted their lot or the family structure itself has just been ruined as mm. you can see african Americans mm. now caribbeans in, in america are doing much better they're doing so well and they almost mirror that of africans, africans coming too, really. into britain now mm. which i find really interesting mm. so when people say to me the caribbean culture is flawed no 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 it's the not British the Caribbean culture; is culture. It's, it's Caribbean. It's what has Britain, Britain done, done to Caribbean cultures? Yeah. Mm. It's what Britain has done to African Americans. Mm-hmm. It's the It's the. It's the cultures that had to take the hit first. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. As to, and now the people that come after them are almost working off of the back of that, yeah. mm. which is not a bad thing. But to well, me, it is it's, a bad th- it's, it's damning that Caribbean people now have still just been stuck, and that they're the academic success or lack of success mirrors that mm. of um, traveller children who don't even have, who, don't, who aren't going to schools. Like, that says something well, to me. Yeah, to school, but, yeah, but yeah, majority, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So when you're you, 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 were, you were making the point saying kids from, like, Hackney and stuff mm. like that, no, because you're getting some arrogant families in, like, East yeah, London, you South London who are poor, mm. working class black children, but mm. might come from a West African home, mm-hmm. But it's not. They are used to in some cases because they have leaders, black leaders in their home. They might come from churches that are black-run. They might have um, places back home that they visit summers, and they can see black-led one sec organizations. I think there is a sense that you can achieve. I, no, I also I'm just, think I it's was, just that.
1: Uh, sorry, I was comparing it to like what we've seen growing mm-hmm. up. A lot of people aren't exposed to that. Like my parents, they run the school, they run Mm -hmm. the church. We've been exposed to it like our whole lives pretty much. And other people, they only really start seeing it when they're older. And it's also, this is going into a slightly different discussion, Mm -hmm. but socioeconomics also plays into this because Mm -hmm. in, yeah, we were born in West London. So we, like we have, I was about to say diverse, slightly more diverse surroundings than other people when you go into like South London and it's like a state after a state after mm. a state of like poor black kids, yeah. and the most successful black person you see is a drug dealer, what yeah. does that say to you?
0: Yeah, no, but I but I think it's funny that a lot of people in South London are West African. And they're doing better than Caribbeans. Do you understand what I'm yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, so even though they're... No, Chinese but do you, they're... You, sorry. I take into account what No, Lizzie I, I take can. into account what she's saying. And I understand it's a, a, a mentality that needs to change as well. But I, I'm saying that although these people are in positions where there's not, where there is maybe a lot of crime in their areas, you're still finding that they're doing better.
1: But again, that is down to their parents. Yeah. So the them. root
0: of this though... Is their parents, that's what we're it's saying. The family it's still. Family.
1: yeah. Yeah, but that's just an education. yes
0: true true.
1: in other industries your your
0: family can't help you
1: yeah Mm -hmm. when i'm applying for a a job role they're not gonna be like oh she
0: comes from a two-parent home she's very supported yeah
1: they don't see that they see the color of my your short hair and your black face (laughs) (laughs) that's it and it's like okay yes education has a lot to do with the role the parents play but you can't discount how racism sh- in society
0: and institution mm. hinders the lives yes. and the success and of black people.
1: Also how systemic racism plays a part of socioeconomic background of a lot of black kids because mm. it, it's not by chance that so many black kids live in all these estates yeah. in South yeah, London. Yeah, it's yeah. not by
0: chance. Mm. You only can you only achieve what you can see as possible. Exactly I think. And, and, and if you can't see possibility, mm. then that will just that's be That's exactly what I was saying yeah. before, yeah. That's true.
1: I that's think, why
0: representation like, is so
1: important.
0: Yeah. What should people do after protest?
1: Okay, firstly, let me just say, sometimes protests are necessary. Mm -hmm. No, they are. They are. Because there's multiple places in history Mm. where riots have been the cause of change. Change. So... People that are saying writing and protest shouldn't be happening, be quiet because when 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 like for example, Colin Ka- what's his name Colin? Colin Kaepernick? Colin Kaepernick was doing his his peaceful kneeling protest. Everyone had something to say, but now everyone started writing, they want to go back to that. Where was his support in 2016
0: when he started doing mm-hmm. it? I'm, I'm, I don't support writing though, by the way. I understand.
1: Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, I that understand
0: anger, it. vex when people want to talk about the rioting, as mm-hmm. in after a black person. Yeah, killed, and and but they don't want to talk about his actual the death. Yeah. There's yeah. more outrage at rioting. The
1: thing is, though,
0: in Britain, as... I don't think it will help. Though in the UK, I think it will work against us. Yeah, mm. but
1: people need to understand where it comes from. Yeah, people don't just pick themselves up and start rioting over nothing. Mm. This has been years and years and years, and years and years and years and years of police brutality. Mm. Like how, wh- how, when did Trayvon Martin, when did that happen? 2012. Sure. 2012. That was Ooh. almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Whoa. That's mad. I remember in college. Yeah. So what should people
0: do after? First thing, yeah. Sorry. Lizzie <laughs> 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 on one one, went on one of her aunts. <laughs> <laughs> I would say first thing, educate, 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 educate. It's so important. Education is so important. I think I have a greater appreciation for of that now that I'm older. And mm. I wish... That I even studied harder yeah. because of what I'm seeing now. But educate, but, and this, this is more to black people more than anyone educate yourself on your history, on who you are, and educate your, just in your field or that you want like to go field, to. So you yeah. can get into the industries and you can create change in your spaces. Industries in your spaces. that will actually bring about change. change. Yeah. And then I would say, after the rioting, start looking inward. How can we now? Okay, so we were told, we were upset at the racists mm. and systemic racism. Mm what is it now in our community that, that we need do. to change that can better us, start us start. and there is nothing wrong with asking that question we there's nothing to, yeah. anti-black about this actively start saying okay where are the things in our community that are failing us mm. that are doing us a disservice what mm. do we need to change what do we need to bring about i just to comment on that i think i was i was saying once the dust, dust is settled and once this is all finished are we going to ask ourselves the hard questions mm. and the questions that make us uncomfortable and maybe the questions that white people have thrown in our faces. Yeah. That, to, to absolve themselves. To absolve themselves. But in the private times, in the private in our homes and our groups and the discussions, are we going to shout each other down or are we going to have these conversations together and challenge, challenge what we do, challenge the things we've been doing wrong, tr- challenge the structures we've become accustomed to. Those are going to be the defining moments for black people. I think, mm. um, anything to so after educate what invest into black businesses
1: i cannot stress this enough so as i said previously mentioned my parents who are both black obviously <laughs> run a black school i have seen over the years how they have not been supported
0: Mm-mm. but by black people in the community as well yeah
1: by black people especially because mm. really why are we looking to white people to support us it should be our own
0: and can i comment on that quickly i'm gonna have a it's but i've a seen over the years school. a lot of black, a black people run, and i'm kind school. of having a go at us will say we want certain things but when it actually comes to investing in those things they and building something to. in that sh- w- that we want to have legacy we do not have the energy for or we don't we we don't really want to invest our time into it and our money into it there's one more thing, actually, I want to say, and I think after all this is done, I think we need to actually start looking at race itself, and our collectivization—is mm. that even a word—and well, uh, it um, is now. the fact that <laughs> is we, any word a you, word? You know, <laughs> everything, all the constructs <laughs> have been taken down, um, and the idea of blackness and whiteness and mm. what that is. I think mm. we really need to start addressing that mm. and what that is and why we have made it such a reality and how it works against people on a whole Mm. i think that's something we need to do because as much as we as a black community must support our own Mm. i still have issues with when we start using language like your own our own Mm. and things like that Mm. and that's only I've only started having it take with that the, and the last. Away the individual aspect. Yeah, it's it started to irk me in the last few months, and mm. because before I never had issue, but recently I've been thinking, what is this? Mm. If that makes sense. The
1: thing is, I understand your point, but mm. it's
0: very hard to do that
1: when the world doesn't see
0: us. Hundred yeah, percent. It's not it's
1: not us that have done it. It's no people in established who have done 100%. that. hundred percent. So it's very hard for us to break I down agree. the barriers of race. No, when it's, I agree. It's not us I agree. I it. just
0: think. I I, I 100% agree with that. Mm. And that's why people say it's not realistic and actually it's quite stupid and a futile thing. However, even if we unlearn it within ourselves first, Mm. um, I don't think that's a bad thing to do. Cool. Uh,
1: Okay, so outside of everything going on on social media,
0: Mm.
1: one, as a white person, you should be, or even just another person of colour, because racism is rife in other ethnic communities, okay? You should be having One, uncomfortable conversations with yourself, uncomfortable conversations with the people that taught you these prejudices, most likely your parents. Oh dear. Three, you should be rallying yourselves up for change. Even for example, in a workplace, when you see an injustice (laughs) taking place against a black person, you're more likely to be received than the black person is. Mm. When you see that, don't sit back and think they can take care of it for for themselves because a lot of the times they can't. (laughs) okay get some books do some reading look at yourselves and past occurrences you've had with black people and just just dig up your prejudices it's <laughs> it's actually okay to admit that you were at one point prejudiced i could admit at one point i had internalized anti-blackness but admitting that is how i grew
0: and this isn't about encouraging white guilt because i know a lot of people are talking about white guilt white no i'm not now. talking about white <clears throat> guilt I'm literally just talking
1: about where you've seen instances where prejudices have taken place against black people and you have not said anything. For anyone who (laughs) would like a list of things that they can do outside of just posting on social media, take a look at our last Instagram post because there are things that you can do there. Signing petition, reading books, donating... If there's anything else you want to know our DMs are open. You can either DM us individually if you know us or just DM us on our podcast. And page.
0: we are open to discussion by the way. Yeah. If you're a white person and you want to, and you actually want to challenge from what we said, we're really open to it. I am. Someone will message that. because I do believe in still I know a lot of people like don't talk to me about it, but I still think we need to open discussion cuz dumb people generally are trying to Working through some beliefs that they hold dear to their heart or they're not willing to let go of. <laughs> no, and that's how people are. And I think a lot of people will be like, well, they need to get woke and da 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 But at the end of the day, a lot of black people just got woke two years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, guys, thank you for listening. Today was, like, a lot of random a lot of random around race but um yeah it was a good conversation so we're gonna say negroes arrive negroes and assemble and <laughs> negroes assemble <laughs> but no it's a mixed crowd there guys um multi-racial
1: anti-anti-racists assemble
0: <laughs> doesn't quite have the same Do you know it doesn't matter all right guys we'll tap out it's been a long one but can guys- we end with the avengers music <laughs> Won't we get sued? Yeah, we will. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright again. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye bye. Bye. No, that's not it. That's Zena the Warrior. No, it's Zena (laughs) the (laughs) Warrior.